Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. Um, this is the original Urban Podcast, and um, I haven't been live since I was, uh, I guess it was a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, when we were talking about the George Floyd uh, murder, uh, the tragedy, um, the riots, the protests, um, and, and ultimately the social the social change that we are uh, seeing and have seen over the last couple of weeks. So um, check that out if you missed it. Uh, definitely, it was a two two part special. Um, check it out if you missed it. You know, it was um, you know it was a lot of good information, um, a lot of different perspectives put out there. So um, check that out and any other episode that you may have missed at DaytonTolbertShow.com. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about what everybody's talking about and has been talking about this week, which is Will uh, Will Smith, which is Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, August Alsina. You know, I want to spend some time today talking about um, open relationships. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I want to talk a little bit about prenups. Um, you know, I just want to talk about marriage. You know, um, you know, actually, I just, before I even go any further, I want to take a minute to thank Everybody who um, wished me and my wife a, a happy 10-year anniversary, um, shout-out to you guys, man. You guys showed a lot of love, and um, I've been Facebook friends and followers, and, you know, you guys, uh, many of you for, you know, the last 10 years, and you guys have, you know, many of you were, you know, you saw the initial wedding photos. You saw the birth of my daughter. You saw the birth of my son. You've seen anniversaries and birthdays and other accomplishments. So I just want to, you know, take a minute to thank everybody for, um, and this whole time I've been doing the show. That's why I said it's the original Urban Podcast. Like, you guys have been around. I've been doing the show longer than I've been married. So um, it's, it's definitely been a minute. You guys have always showed a lot of love. So um, that's what I want to do today. Now, we'll talk about marriage. I want to, but I don't, and like, y'all know me, I don't just talk about stuff the way everybody else is talking about. I'm not going to, I don't gossip. I don't want to just, oh, Will and Jada, like, this isn't really about Will and Jada, although. I will discuss them as a point of reference, but I really want to talk more about how to avoid an entanglement, right? I mean, that's really what um, is important to me. You know, you guys know what I do over the last, you know, over the years, that's what I've spent time talking about in, in teaching is how to build and maintain and strengthen relationships. I do that through life coaching. Um, I do it in a, a number of different ways, and so I want to use their situation as a point of reference to say, hey, look, this is what they're going through, you know. This is how Jada was probably feeling when she saw uh, Will doing what he was doing. This is how Will is feeling once he um, decided to do, you know, once he saw what she was doing. And this is probably what led them to say, you know what, we're going to have an open relationship. We are going to have a, uh, what they say, a, a life partnership and that's what I want to talk about today, man. I want to I want to just break some stuff down. So let me just jump right into it. So where I want to pick up is, you know, um, and for me, this is nothing new. You know what I mean? Like I don't I know a lot of people have followed them, and it's for as long as I can remember, they've always had a quote unquote open marriage, open relationship. Like that's always been the rumor. No one has ever heard Will say anything about that. No one had ever heard Jada say anything about that, but that's just always been the thing. Like, oh, they have an open relationship. Um, and until recently, and when I say recently, I want to say maybe a couple of years ago, they, they sat down and I don't know if it was in a magazine article or 
sit-down interview with someone where they discussed how they had this open relationship. And I, I, let, me, let me say this first. They, they joked about it in the at the red table, um, red table talk. They said we we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life. And I want to just say this: I don't believe anybody. In fact, it's not that I don't believe. No one desires an open relationship. Desires a quote unquote bad marriage. No one wants that. First of all, no one, a lot of people have conditioned themselves to believe that they don't even want marriage just because of the way society views marriage, you know, as a negative. You look at the, the divorce rate. People say, I don't even want to get married. Marriage is this, marriage is that. But the marriage is not the problem. The problem is the perception that you're going to end up in a bad marriage. And a bad marriage, in many cases, often leads to an open marriage, which, you know, it really is. Very few people, I'll say this, very few people actually sit down and have a conversation and agree to have an open relationship. I mean, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, if that was the case, you why would you even marry someone? No, it's not that you want to do that. It's that there are things going on. There are, there's cheating going on. There are lies being told. There's uncomfortability. So that usually leads to one person saying, you know what, if this is what you're going to do, if this is what it's going to be like, let's just do this. Just go ahead and do your thing. And, and most people stumble upon it. You know, that just ends up being how it is. Like one person does what they do and the other person doesn't voice a problem with it. They don't make a big deal of it. But do you, does, does anyone on the face of the earth want their mate, their wife, their husband openly and knowingly and willingly having sex with someone else and then coming back at some point having sex with them raw, you know what I mean, no condom, no protect. you know what I mean, like it's, it's, it's full, it, it doesn't make sense. So no one, I want to be clear about that, no one is ever okay with an open relationship. In fact, I would even go as far as to say anyone that puts themselves into that situation is clearly indefinitely suffering from some from major levels of low self-esteem, right? I mean, you can't you can't be okay with yourself. You can't fully love yourself in a healthy manner and say I'm okay with sharing you with someone else. You just you can't. When you view yourself as the prize, when you view yourself, you you view your body as a temple, when you have a great relationship with God, no one is going to be like, "Okay, yeah, let's Let's have an open relationship. I'll have sex with this person. You have sex with that person, and then we'll have sex with each other. No one, no one does that. You know what I mean? No one. People may try to Will and Jada can sit up there and act like, oh yeah, this is the best thing in the world. Uh, Monique and Sydney, you know, can get up there and act like, oh yeah, this is this works for us. But the reality is, Monique, she's talking about it was her idea. Yeah, I bet it was his idea. Look at you and look at him, right? I mean, he's out there having sex with, cheating on you, pretty much. You know, and, and so all of a sudden, because I, I saw that clip on when she was on with the, the preacher show, and she was like, "Yeah, no, nah, it was my idea. I, I bet it was your idea." You know, to give yourself some type of false level of security, some false sense of pride, some false sense of power, where you have some level of control in your mind of the situation. You know, and that, and I want people to look at this stuff, man. A lot of these people are not they they put on this bravado, they put on this exterior, this hardened exterior, where they say, "Oh yeah, I'm good with this," and I'm this. And I'm, 
they're not happy. You know, they're not happy at all. And so clearly, that's why, you know, if you look at, you know, you looked at Will Smith's face, you know, throughout the whole interview. Did he look happy to you? Did he look um, in control to you? You look at Jada. Did she look happy? You look at August Alcina when he did the interview with uh, Angela Yee. None, none of these people are happy people. You know what I mean? Not one of them. You know, and I think we really, and that's what, again, that's why I want to talk today about how to avoid entanglement, how to avoid finding yourself in an open, any type of open situation. You know, Facebook even gives you the option, you know, to put on your profile um, in, in a complicated situation. These situations aren't complicated. Anyone that would put something on there that's clearly saying, hey, look, I don't love myself. I'm not happy with myself, so I'm okay with dealing with you in a complicated situation, as opposed to just walking away and getting someone and something that will actually make you happy. I mean, just it was just it was ridiculous. We ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for life, and you're going to give each other a pound for what purpose? Why? I mean, like seriously, how how is that a good thing? You know what I'm saying? It just it just doesn't make sense. Why would you want a bad marriage? Let me do this. I want to start. I want to move. I want to really lay a, a certain foundation before I even get any uh, deeper into it. I think, and a lot of you know this just from following me and doing your own research. But if you don't know, and hopefully you do by now, but Hollywood is a very, and I I say Hollywood meaning like the celebrity lifestyle, Um, you know, these celebrities, Hollywood, the entertainment industry as a whole is very evil. Like, I don't know if you guys have been around that type of life or those types of people or know anything about it, but in Hollywood, there are all types of exclusive sex parties, uh, cults, orgies, Rituals, um, you know, all types of secret things, you know, videotapes, secrets, uh, blackmails, you know. I mean, it's just, it's very, very evil. And there's a reason why when you turn on the TV, when you turn on the news, you turn on the entertainment, anything entertainment related, that everything is anti God. Like, literally everything. There is no God. That's why there's such a push for this liberal agenda of, of supporting homosexuality, supporting transgender, uh, gender reassignment, children being able to dictate what they're, you know what I mean? It's literally everything is against the sanctity of God. Why? Because, the, uh, because uh, and the sanctity of the Bible. Why? Because uh, the entertainment industry as a whole is run by anti-God individuals, the powerful. And if you, and I'm not to get, not to get too deep into it, but if you go back, to the, to the biblical times, you know what I'm saying, the people that were performing the sacrifice in the Old Testament, these were all people that did the same exact things, open relationships, uh, orgies, sex parties, you know, look, look at Sodom and Gomorrah. This is the way of life amongst the rich and powerful going all the way back to the beginning. Nothing has changed. So when you look at the, the elite like Will Smith, like Jada Pinkett, why would anyone think that their situation would be anything different? Will's worth half a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? So you look at 
they're the, at the very top of the food chain, the same way the equivalent of these people back in the day and how evil they were, you know, how anti-God they were. Everything is connected. There, you turn on the TV. There's no talk about uh, building and, and maintaining successful marriages and loving each other and, and encouraging family, um, encouraging uh, two-parent households. That's why they want to introduce all this confusion into the household. Look at the Dwayne Wade, you know, and his wife, and you know what I'm saying, and um, just the transition of their son. You know, I will never, ever call a, a, a boy you know, a girl, whatever his name is, uh, Zion, that's, that's his name. You know, it's become politically correct, and, or, or excuse me, politically incorrect to, to speak about what the Bible says. You know what I'm saying? You're looked at as uncool if you speak about what the actual Bible says. Back in the day, it was the opposite. It's like, well, if you say something that's against the word, it's like, well, you're, you're uncool. You're a heathen. You're going to hell. You know, and we joke like that, but now it's like, oh, if you don't support whatever the who's popular, what they support, then then you're you're uncool, you're wrong, you're a bigot, you're a uh, what is it? You're anti-Semitic, you're uh, a homophobic, which is the dumbest term in the world to me. But I just and I, not to go off on a tangent on that, but I want people to understand where this stuff originates from. These things, this whole thing is coming about and is getting so much attention. Why? Not just because it's Will and Jada. That's a part of it, a big part of it. But another part of it is because they want women to feel empowered. And that's what's happening. So many women out here are feeling empowered because uh, of Jada Pinkett Smith's actions. It's like, wow, she's married to Will Smith, and he's a known cheater, and he was cheating on her. So she took back the power and said, we're going to be in an open relationship, and I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to do what I want to do. And so, yeah, more power to her. It's, ama- it's literally amazing how many women I've seen and heard defending her actions, defending adultery, because that's what this is. This is adultery, plain and simple, not just on Jada's part, but on Will's part too. An open relationship is an adulterous relationship. But what does, how, let me ask you a quick question. And I'm not going to sit there and preach to you. I'm not going to go into the, you know, go into the Bible and get any type of scripture for right now. I mean, I may later, but for right now, most of you know what does the Bible? How does the Bible classify adulterers? You guys know that, right? It's it's whore, it's whoremongering. It's it's if you're an adulterer, you're a whore, right? And that's not me saying that. That's what the Bible actually says. And so Jada Pinkett Smith, according to the Bible, is a whore. But I'm sure no woman and no I haven't heard anyone refer to her as that. And a lot of people are saying right now in this moment, well, what about Will? What does that make him? And it, it makes him the same thing. But it doesn't not make her that because it also makes him that. That's what people don't seem to want to want to uh, discuss. People say, well, well, how come you know men can do this, and how come you know they're not looked at as wrong? They're not looked at as hoes. Well, they are. <laughs> you know, they that they actually are. You know, it's just that the the perception is different. You know what I'm saying? They are. See, what you got to realize is the term hoe, the term whore, is not gender specific. And I really want to say, I want to go back. And one of my one of my favorite shows, guys, I'm over 2,000 shows, man. I'm over 2,000. It's been a, it's way over 2,000 shows, way over 2 million downloads. I want to appreciate, I thank you, and I appreciate the support. But one of my very first shows and one of my favorite shows was about 15 years ago. And I and if you probably, you probably can Google and hear it, but it's, it's, it's called The Definition of a Whore. 
I would be stoned myself if I tried to do that show in 2020. But literally, I was able to get that show off, and it was amazing. Check it out. Google DadonTolbertShow.com, man. Google just go whore on the Dadon Tolbert Show. It'll blow your mind. I mean, I'm talking about all throughout the Bible, what the Bible says. about I use you know, many different references, you know, everyday uh, situations that we all see, jump-off situations, friends with benefits. You know, it pissed a lot of people off. But I think that, and I, and I even posed a question to a group that I'm in where I asked, I said, hey, in 2020, is the term hoe still a thing? Is there still a definition of a hoe? And I, I maintain that there is. You know, I think I think that there is. Back in the day, if a woman was loose, if a woman was promiscuous, men would, I mean, excuse me, women, other women would say, girl, you a hoe. Man, she's a hoe. She, she don't know how to keep her legs closed. Like, that's what women would actually call women who were exhibiting hoeish behavior. You know, not to mention how men talk. But that's what women, now it's like, because there's this quote-unquote uh, empowerment going on, I, I refuse to use that term uh, to describe promiscuity, to describe um, sexual liberation. I want because to me it's not empowering; uh, it's actually demeaning. Uh, because I believe that women are better than men and should be better than men. I would not want some people say, "Well." Why would you? Why is it okay for women to do this or men to do this, but not women? Why? Why would you want a woman who has done and is doing the same thing you're doing and the same things that you've done? I know I wouldn't, because I know what I've done. Some people might say that's that's hypocritical. It's not hypocritical. It's not hypocritical at all. It's you want what you want. It's called a personal preference. So I'm just, and I'm, I'm saying all this to lay the foundation, because uh, again, I want to talk about entanglements today. I want to talk about open relationships. I want to talk about Jada Pinkett's behavior specifically, because I don't want women who are single, who are seeking love, who are hoping to one day be a wife, to look at their situation and in any way possible think that that is good and that will lead to a man looking at you in the way that a man would need to look at his wife or look at a woman in order to make her his wife. There's nothing remotely close to those qualities in Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith was looking at her at that red table talk literally with disgust in his eyes. They can they joke they I mean he damn near had tears in his eyes. You know, and the men and men see the differences Men know that look. I know that look. You know, um, other men know that look. And you don't look at your wife like that. You don't look at a woman you respect like that. You know, so and that's so. Let me let me let me get off it. Y'all say I don't know about this one. Then I talking about hoes and whore. I don't know about that, man. I'm, you know, some people start to feel uncomfortable. So let me move on. But like I said though, but the, at the end of the day, Hollywood itself is very, very evil. In fact, I just want to say this. Not only is it evil, but I watched an interview with Will Smith many, many years ago where he literally, it was like a side-by-side comparison. They had Will Smith talking about a lot of his views, and then they had an actual Satanist. This is white guy, like the you know guy who, and he wasn't like one of these like guys with all the makeup on or the black robes. Like, not nah, he was just a regular guy, but he actually 
was, I don't know if he was a founding member or a very active member in the Church of Satan. And it was like, it was amazing. So I'll never forget it. They were literally saying the same exact thing. Like Will was talking about his views, like he would say something and they would scroll right to the actual Satanist. And he would say literally the same exact thing. And they went on for like five or ten minutes. And they literally, like his views are literally in line with people who actually worship Satan. And so when I, and that's how many of these celebrities are. And many of, some of them are obvious about it. Others are not obvious about it. And just, you know, in a nutshell, just so you know, anything anti-God, when, you, when you're glorifying things that are clearly not of God, that's, you know, that's really what Satanism, you know, is. So, and to be clear, all of these celebrities, Will, Jada, um, anybody who, who is living a, uh, a life, of a celebrity lifestyle, a rich, powerful um, lifestyle, like, these people have sold their souls long ago. They have forsaken godly principles, morals, values long, long ago, you know? And so that's kind of where we, you know, where, where we are with this stuff. And it's only getting worse in 2020, in 2021. 20, like, we're going to see, and I honestly, you know, I, not to become political on this particular show, and I, y'all know me, I had no problem. I would absolutely hate for Joe Biden to become president, okay? I want to be clear about that. Does that mean some people are, oh, you're a Trump supporter? You're Trump. Now, listen, it has nothing to do with Donald Trump's supporter. It has to do with what the liberal agenda represents. And my, are my views as a Christian more leaning towards the side of a conservative? Absolutely. Of course. Why, why would they not be? You know what I mean? What Christian has liberal views? What, you know what I mean? Seriously, what Christian supports abortion? What Christian supports gay, uh, this gay agenda, trans- transgenderism? It, all this stuff that the Bible says is an abomination, not just that it's wrong, but it's an abomination. And you've got to understand, people say this, Trump this, Trump that. But imagine if there was a president, whether it's Clinton, Obama, whoever, that was actively championing these transgender rights and all this gender stuff and you know, it, like the way Obama was. It, it, we saw all this stuff get worse and worse and worse with Obama. So just imagine in 2020, 2021, how it's going to get going forward. So absolutely, I hope we never have a liberal president. You understand that? And that's just my personal views. But um, So that's, what, that's where we are right now. That's what's happening. People are forsaking godly principles. They are forsaking godly uh, um, God's laws, you know. Um, and, and that's just what it is, man. Um, so let me say this. I want to talk about open relationships. So open relationship. Let's let's do a little bit of defining of what that is, because I think that's also important to do. Um, what is an open relationship? An open relationship, you know, are, are basically two people saying, you know what, you do you. I'm going to do me, but in, in the open relationships that I've, and I've counseled people who've actually, who are actually in this, who have tried to make it work, and I told them, like, look, this is not going to work, guys. <laughs> like, I'm probably the wrong person if you think that, you know, this is going to work, because it's just not going to work. It's always going to cause some form of problem, and not just a problem, but a major problem, because what you're doing is you're, it's kind of like saying, you know what, um, I mean, it just doesn't, I mean, in no way does it make sense. You know, they're not wrong, per se. If we're, not, if we're not talking spiritually, we're just talking 
about open relationships on the surface, they're not wrong because on some level there's an agreement that you're going to be in an open relationship, right? So you can't say they're wrong. It's like playing spades with the, with the you know, face up. I mean, that's not wrong. It's not cheating because you, you have an agreement to do it. But it is, in my opinion, very stupid to do. Because first of all, let's be honest, okay? I don't know their situation, but I'm pretty sure Will and Jada or Monique and Sydney are not using condoms. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to realize a lot of these open relationships come about as, as after years and years and years of being with someone. Someone or one or both people saying, you know what, let's spice things up, or you're obviously cheating, so let's just take the mystery out of it. But at the end of the day, you you still been together with someone for years and years and years. So you're probably not going – that condom has fallen by the wayside, you know, years ago. You know, if, if if it was ever there to begin with. So now you you have this agreement like, all right, if you choose to have sex with somebody, two things. One, protect yourself. That's always a uh, you know a staple of the of the agreement. Protect yourself, right? But then it's also be honest about it. Don't lie to me. Now this is one thing that women have to understand. Women, and I'm just saying women because I can only speak for men because I'm a man and that's just what it is. Ladies, I don't care what a man tells you. I don't care what type of arrangement you have, what type of agreement you have, what kind of understanding you have. No man <laughs> is going to tell you, I just had sex with somebody, you know, or I plan on having sex with somebody. But, you know, what's up with me and you tonight? Like, I don't care. That's just not going to happen. I do not care. Uh, you can tell me, y'all can say that's what they do, but that, it, just, it doesn't happen. No woman is okay with that. You know what I mean? It, they're just not. If anything, it's, it's like a, uh, what is it, don't ask, don't tell policy, and you just don't trip about it. You know, you don't throw it in the person's face. You keep it to yourself. You protect yourself, and y'all just keep it moving. But nobody is going to be like, so, yeah, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, no, I'm going out with the fellas, and then probably after that I'm going to swing by this chick's crib and smash. But And then after that, probably come back home, take a shower or not, crawl into bed with you, and we're going to have sex. You know, and you're going to eat my ass. Like, no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to be the type of situation where that person does what he does, and then he comes home and does what he does with you. So the whole concept of an open relationship is just stupid because it's going to be one-sided. And, and I'll even go as far as to say this. No man, there's not a man on the planet. See, usually, and I'm, and there, I, I can speak on this because I really know what is going on out here. I really don't know any man. I mean, we can use this Will and Jada situation if y'all want to. I don't even believe this necessarily. But I've never met a man married to a woman in a relationship with a woman or anything or, or having any dealings with a woman when, on a commitment type of level. Be clear about that. There's no man in a committed relationship that is okay with his woman, his wife, his girlfriend, his fiance openly and knowingly having sex with another man. Okay? 
That just doesn't happen. Period. So the whole thing, I'm gonna get to Will and Jado, you know what I'm saying, on that whole thing. But it just doesn't happen. So the whole concept of open an open relationship is gonna be one sided. It's gonna be the woman has a don't ask, don't tell policy. But no woman is gonna go to her man and be like, yeah. So um, yeah. So on Friday night, I'm going out with Johnny, and Johnny's gonna blow my back out. And then uh, we're going to go to that event we have planned on uh, on Saturday night. It just doesn't happen, okay? So I want to be very clear about that. It's all false. It's all a, a misconception. It's all smoke and mirrors. No one no one is okay with that. No man is okay with that, ladies. And I think y'all, one of the things I need to I really understand is that, and I was going to say this for later, but men, ladies, I'm speaking specifically to the ladies right now. For a man to respect you, you have to be respectable. And if you are not respectable, if you're not a respectable woman, then he's not going to respect you. Meaning, you can't put yourself into a situation where you're guaranteed to be looked at as non-respected and expect that man to still respect you. I'm talking about threesomes. I'm talking about orgies. I'm talking about open relationships. I'm talking about, you know, bringing another woman into the bedroom. Like, all this stuff that society says is sexy and is okay and is all these other things, these are things that a man okay? These are things that men do with other people. These are things that a man does before he gets married. These are things that a man does with women that he does not respect. And... Society, celebrities will try to paint this picture. The video vixens, they will try to paint this picture. You know, Nicki Minaj, well, the whole basis of her whole image is, you know, bisexuality. And, you know, all these men will try to tell you, or excuse me, uh, the tabloids or these, you know, just the entertainment industry will try to tell you that that's what men want. But it's not what we want. You see all these uh, Megan Thee Stallions and Cardi B's and Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, all, you know, alluding to being bisexual or some coming, you know, right out and telling you. That is all a myth. No one marries those types of women. And I talk to men every single day in many different forms, and any of them will tell you that's not the woman they marry. That's the woman that they have, that's the woman that they have fun with. Okay, these are situations that are usually done prior to marriage when a man is going through his what I call his dog stage, his player stage. You're getting those, you know, you know we're going to run a train on this chick. We're going to, you know, I'm going to have a threesome or, or a, you know, gangbang or whatever y'all want to call it. These are things that a man isn't doing once he decides, once he finds, first of all, once he finds someone that he views as differently than these other women. That's the whole reason men get married to begin with. You don't, if you think about it, if you th- think about it, ladies, why would, you, why would a man do the things with his wife that he's been doing over the course of his entire life? It just doesn't make sense. Th- I mean, think about it. There's literally no benefit to it whatsoever. The only benefit of getting married is, one, because you have found someone that is different, you have found someone that is special, and and you want something better than what you've had. You want something different. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, ladies, but men don't marry you 
because of all the freaky things that you do in the bedroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just don't. We don't. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great to please your man. It's great to be a wife. It's great to have a happy husband. But is that the reason why he married you, because you were the best sexually? I can almost guarantee you the answer to that question is no. And every single man that I'm just going to be honest with you, this ain't snitching, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Every single married man that I know and every single married man that I've ever met has stories, sexual stories, that are far, 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 you know, um, I won't say better, but I'll say far different and more wild than anything he's done within the context of his marriage. So I'm just I'm saying all that to say just because again the society Hollywood they want to paint this picture that if you want to be a wife you have to be a freak if you want to get a man and keep a man you have to be doing all of these things that men see it's like well why is he you know um, gawking over these women these video victims the men say they want this but he's he's why is he looking at Beyonce twerking like that why is he staring at Megan Thee Stallion's ass Cardi B all these women out here getting fake asses they deep down people will say oh yeah they you know, she wants to make money, you know, on Instagram, or she wants to be a stripper. But at the at the core, see, I know what it really is. You know, I, I literally talk to thousands of women, like literally, and I know what it is. The, at the core of those breast implants, at the core of those ass injections, is a hope that a man will view her and a man will ultimately choose her as a wife. Anyone listening can feel free to disagree. You can shake your head. You can suck your teeth. But that's what it is. That's at the core of the ass shots. That's at the core of the talking about, talking about what you'll do sexually. They're not. Nobody wants to be viewed as a freak. They just want a man to view them, period. They just want someone to look at them. They want to stand out. They want to stand out. From some of these other women Nobody wants to Eat the booty like groceries or no, who, Nobody wants to do that But you're doing it because you think That that's what the next woman is doing So because she's doing it You got to do it too If, he, if you're going to get a ring on your finger You got to do the same Freaky and nasty things that these other women do, Are doing and I'm here to tell you That you don't and this is, again, this is coming from someone who literally, again, just celebrated 10 years of marriage. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all don't have to do any of that stuff. You know, I mean, again, if you do, you do. And if your husband likes it, then more power to both of y'all. But I'm trying, I just want you to understand, that is not the key component of why men marry women and why men choose women. It's Ironically, it's actually the opposite. It's actually that you, you don't do those things. It's actually that you haven't done those things. Women, are, and I'm just saying, a lot of women are out here literally trying to build their sexual resume. When ironically, having a smaller or a shorter sexual resume is why you get chosen. Did you know, and again, I hate to, like I said, I hate to, you know, put it out there like this, but there are there's such a big misconception. There are so many women out there who really believe that having experience and being able to deep throat, being able to ride a certain way, back it up a certain way, twerk a certain way, like they really genuinely believe that 
that's what we want in a, in a wife. No, that's what we want in a freak. And, and, and I'll just be 100% real. That might even be one way he wants in a side chick. And that's a whole other conversation. Is that to say? Is that to say? Well, hold on, hold on. I was telling you for the first thirty minutes of this show, daytime, but you know, you're saying that if I don't do those things, then he'll go out and get a side chick. Well, then if that's the case, I might as well do those things. No, it's not about that. First of all, if your man has a side chick or wants a side chick, then you're with the wrong man to begin with. You should never ever feel like you have to demean yourself or do something different from how you were raised or what you're comfortable with, so that your man won't cheat on you. I've done many, many, many shows on the real reasons why men cheat and what a woman does or doesn't do sexually was never on the list at all. So we've got to be clear about really what men want, you know, and so many women, unfortunately, are, are, are confused and misinformed about, at the core, what men want. In fact, one of the, uh, the first shows I did at the beginning of 2020 was – uh, the real reasons why you're single. How to, you know, how to have love in 2020. Check it out again. DataOnTolbertShow.com. I think that was the very first show I did of 2020. You know, but yeah. So let's go back to Will. So, so Will and Jada, they, they tra- first of all, okay. So they had this quote-unquote open relationship, and then they transitioned at some point. Who knows when exactly? From marriage to life partnership. Which, which again is, you know, um, in my opinion, um, I mean, it's clearly not of God. I mean, so if you guys are listening, you are of a, uh, a a Christian mindset, a you know, which is almost foreign in today's society. But if if there are some actual Christians still out there, some people who actually love God and you know what I mean, who actually are out there and not afraid to say it, this is for you. But there's nothing godly about that. You know what I'm saying? A life partnership. You know, either you're married or you're not. And if you are, then you should act like it, period. You know? But like I said, y'all know about uh, YG and Kilani. I don't know if you guys know about them. YG is a rapper and gang member. Um, Kilani is an R&B singer. And uh, I was listening to her on The Breakfast Club, and she did an interview, and she was saying that they've, they've since broken up. You know, shocker. But uh, they were saying how, or she was saying how they had a, open relationship, and Charlamagne was getting on, they were joking, they were like, hold up, how, how did YG, and she was like, he cheated, we're like, how did you break up, how did you mess up, how do you cheat in an open relationship, and what she said was, she was like, yeah, we just, you know, yeah, we had an open relationship, I was pretty much down with, you know, whatever, he was down with whatever, she was like, and, and that's what I said earlier. They were like, oh, so you were out there doing your thing? She's like, no, nah, I was into him. She's like, I was into him, but I was okay with him kind of living his life and doing whatever he wanted to do. What did I just tell you all earlier? That's how it works. There's no way in hell he would have been okay with her running around having sex with all these dudes, but they were in a quote-unquote open relationship. It always is going to be a one-sided thing. Be clear about that. In fact, I'm not even sure if I've – I mean, outside of Jada, I can't even point to someone who was in a quote-unquote open relationship where the man was okay with her doing whatever he was doing. It's always going to be one-sided, you know, and I'm going to get to it. And even this wasn't truly, in my opinion, the, the Will and Jada thing wasn't even truly a open relationship. And I'll tell you why in a second. But YG and Kilani, she was saying that they broke up because, not because he cheated, not because he had sex with other women, but because, and this is the crazy thing, because she found text messages that indicated that he was being dishonest 
that's the whole that's why I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's never going to be a situation where a man is going to be honest, even if you give him the option to be honest. All women ask for is honesty, but the problem is men are never going to tell you, yeah, I had sex with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I plan on having sex with her. Yeah, she does things that I wish you would do, so I'm going to enjoy them. No one is going to do that, ladies. I just want to really, you know, drive that point home because a lot of women think it's the opposite. And I've even heard women say, like, you know, well, I don't understand. Why can't men just be honest? Why, if they just want to jump off, if they just want a friend with benefits, just tell me. Just tell me, Dana. Why has he got to lie to me? I mean, hey, I, I might be down for it. Just tell me. You ain't got to lie to me. And, ladies, I just no disrespect to y'all, but you guys sound crazy when you say that. And I've heard that many, many times. No man is ever going to be honest with you about that. You can't tell a woman, you know, hey, what's up? Yeah, we just met, but honestly... I'm just looking for some sex. Honestly, your face is just okay. You know, you're not really that cute. You do present yourself as a freak, maybe, in fact, really a hoe. And honestly, I just want to hit that a couple good times and then never call you again. That's the truth. That's the reality of it. But let a woman tell it, like, why can't he just be honest with me? Just tell me what it is. Just let me know what it is. I'm cool with it. No, you're not cool with it. Because you being cool with it would would mean you would have to Except the fact that he views you as a hoe. Because, I mean, I, I hate to be, I mean, it's like, I, I in speaking, I, I realize that how in the minority I am. Because, like, very few men, if any, will tell you what I'm saying to you. And most women, if not all women, have never even heard the things that I'm saying. You know what I mean? So I get that this is foreign to many, but it's the truth. You know, it is the truth. You can't have a sexual situation. You can't allow yourself to be a friend with benefits, ladies, and expect a man to respect you. You can't. You know, this is going to be controversial for some, but I'm just saying you can't. Men do not respect women that do not respect themselves, period. You don't. We can say, oh, it's 2020 and Women can do the same things that men have been doing since the beginning of time. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you want to, but a man is not going to view you the same. How many people, let me ask you a question, and, and be honest with yourselves. I'm not asking you all to type it on here, put yourselves out there, update your status or anything like that, but just be honest with yourself. How, and this is very common, but let's just think about this. Think of yourself. Think of your friends, think of your family, and ask yourself, how many women you know have started out in a situation with a friend, as a friend with benefits, as a jump off, as a side chick, you know, whatever you want to call it, bust down. <laughs> um, how many of y'all know situations like that that have actually led to, be, oh, oh, bear with me, have led to an actual relationship that has led to being a man being faithful and committed and ultimately marriage. Just think about it for a second. Just be honest. Be honest with yourself and be honest with yourself. I would wager very few people can think or name of someone where that's actually happened. 
Now, people, I'm sure there's someone listening. Oh, now, now, my girlfriends, cousins, boyfriends. Uh, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But the vast majority of people in those situations, it, it ended up like YG and Keelani. It ended up like Will and Jada. It ends up like Monique and Sydney. It ends up like Wendy Williams. It ends up like your girlfriend who's miserable right now, calling you every night, crying on the phone. That's how it ends up. Why? Because men do not respect women who do not respect themselves. You can't put yourself into a casual sexual situation and, and, and expect a man to respect you. You just can't. Okay? So, this will, and this is, why, this is how I want to transition back to Will and Jada, because a lot of people are saying that they had an open relationship. Watch this. Where Will was okay with it. Now, first of all, let me be clear about this. I don't believe a damn thing that comes out of Will Smith's mouth, uh, mouth, and I don't believe a thing, anything that comes out of Jada's mouth. Okay, I do. These people are media experts. They have years and years and years of media training, and their whole life has been strategized. And you know what I mean? Like so, I really like that red table talk. If y'all believe that, you know, more power to you. I don't. I take it with a grain of salt. I don't believe anything that they say. I don't. I don't know what's going on. You know, and I certainly don't think that, oh, this is what it is, just because that's what they said it was. So be clear about that. But based on the story that was told to us, they were not in an open relationship at the time that Jada had sex with August. Let's be, we got to be clear about this. Be clear about this, guys. Because all these women are trying, that's the justification. Will was okay with it because they were in an open relationship. But if you really listen to the Red Table Talk, they were not in an open relationship at the time that she had sex with August. Let's look at the timeline based on what they said. What they said, and Will was like, yo, all right, so look, she's like, yeah, I was in, a, in an entanglement. No, no, Will was like, no, 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 no. Tell the people what happened. You know, you got to actually be honest about it. And she was like, all right, what happened was, it was about four years ago. And she said, you were done with me. You broke up with me. Will was like, oh, yeah, I was done with your ass, right? That's what Will said. And, again, the wording, and it solidifies everything that I'm saying today. Will Smith said, I was done with your ass, meaning the relationship, meaning the marriage, meaning the life partnership. She she said they both agreed that they could have been over. They said they were over. They were done. Now, there was never, and again, I haven't heard anything that would suggest, and maybe you guys have, I'm not in the media all like that, you know, following these people's lives, but I haven't heard anything that would suggest or confirm, we can speculate, but that would confirm Jada Pinkett was having sex with someone while she was still dealing with Will Smith. According to them, they split. And I don't know if y'all remember that. I heard that. Did y'all hear that? It was like probably about four years ago. Because the whole, like over the last 20 years, they've always been, quote, unquote, in an open relationship. All right, everyone knew that. But I don't know if y'all remember. It was like a, a little headline. It was like Will and Jada. Sources say Will and Jada have split up. They are, like, done. And I remember, it didn't last long because they swept it under the rug, if y'all remember. But I remember 
and then nobody confirmed it, but it, it kind of came and went. But I'm assuming that's when the time where they really broke up, they were done. So she said because she had been unhappy for so long, she just wanted to feel good. She just wanted to feel good. She wanted to get, you know, she wanted to get her back blown out. That's what she wanted. She was tired of Will doing whatever he was doing, and she just wanted to feel good. Okay? She said that um, uh, they, uh, her and August, some, somehow they met August, Alcina. He came to them as a friend. They started a friendship with August. Somehow, and again, they were done. They had this whatever life partnership, but they, as far as the relationship was concerned, they were done. They were over. So she started this whole thing. And that led to they heard you know they said that you know they were helping him with or she was helping him nursing him back to health and um, you know they had this friendship but this is one of the things that I want to tell you he, they said that he was uh, losing his eyesight he was close to death you know they were do, he was doing physical therapy um, and you know I don't care about none of that I don't I don't care about none of that um, but what is important here is that to understand that it started as a quote-unquote friendship, okay? What y'all have to realize, and so many of y'all women out here, y'all claim to have these friends. And I have said this 15 years ago on this show, and I'll say it again today. There is no such thing as a non-platonic friendship, okay? There's no such thing. It's, it's, oh, that's my buddy. You know, that's my homie. He's like a brother to me. I don't even look at him that way. You know, we, we're just friends. We're just cool. It's not even like that. And, 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 and in many cases, it's not like that from your perspective. But one of the things that y'all have to realize is that it's always like that from our perspective. What do I mean by that? What do, what do you say? What I'm saying is that men don't go out here seeking new friends, new female friends that are beautiful, new female friends that they flirt with. We don't do that, ladies. We're seeking two things, and I've said this from day one. We're seeking two things. We're seeking a wife, okay? We're, it's either you're going to be our potential wife, a, a wifey, you know, someone we can invest time in, invest money in, and hopefully it leads to something, you know, positive and special. If we don't view you like that and we're still showing interest in you, then we just want to smash, period. That's just, that's just what it is. It's literally one of two ways. Nobody just says, oh, she's cool. Let me develop a friendship with, with Will Smith's wife. You know, let me. She seems like her. I, I like. I like how she uh, acted in, in Woo, or how she was on on uh, on uh, uh, the Batman show. What was it? Uh, Gotham. You know, she played that role so great. I really admire her work. You know, in uh, in Girls Trip. No, it doesn't work that way. He wanted to smash. He saw Jason's lyric. That's that's the work he admired. He didn't care about none of the other roles. He saw her. You know. Uh, busting it down in, in, in Jason's lyric, and he wanted a part of that, and, and, and so did I. You know what I'm saying back then? Every man did. You know, there was a time when Jada was at the top of the food chain. 
as far as beautiful women went. I mean, a short window. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. That window was very, very short. You know, she's not there now, and she hasn't been for a while. But again, in Jason's lyric, yes, that's when she was it. But that's what August wanted. You know. So, and I'm just telling y'all that so y'all know what it is going forward with these dudes that come into your life. And if a man seeks out, and this is, this is just another really bad misconception. The misconception is that every great relationship starts out as a friendship. And I could not disagree with that more. I, you know, and it's just, it's just false. It's just, it's just false. And the reason that it's is that does that mean you're not going to be the 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 friend of your husband? Does that mean your wife isn't going to hopefully be your best friend at some point? I mean, yeah, probably so. But the, the, did it start out that way? No. Why didn't it start out that way? Because no one wants to just be your friend. No one wants to just be your friend. We want either sex or we want we want love. You, I can date you. Date, if I'm dating you, I'm not your friend. I don't want you talking to me about other guys that you're dating or confiding in me about somebody you might have a, a, a crush on or something. That's a friendship. You want to be able to talk about anything and everything with your actual friends. Men don't want to be your friends. So if a man comes at you and he's cool with just being your friend, guess what? He's probably just looking for sex, and he doesn't want anything substantial with you. So this whole thing of August coming into her life knowing that she was clearly what I call emotionally unavailable because of her situation with her husband, Will Smith, August just wanted to smash. And here Jada is, like you know, acting like a naive schoolgirl, you know, thinking that, I don't I mean, I can't even speculate because I don't know what she was thinking. Um, but from what August said, and who knows, you know, how valid this is, but they were in love. You know, they were in love. They planned on having this, you know, this future and she was going to leave Will and all this other stuff. And uh, it just, it just, it was sex, right? I mean, that, that's just what it was. She says she, she wanted, and women go through that sometimes. They just, you know, she's been with Will for 20 years or however long, and she just wanted some sex. August wanted to fulfill some fantasies and, you know, do it, something that he's, that probably no man or a lot of men have dreamt about doing, and he got the chance to do it, and that's just what it was, you know? And I think that, and again, I just want to be clear about that point from earlier, okay? No man is okay, would have been okay with that. And this is where I disagree with him. I think it's all BS because uh, August was like, yeah, you know, Will gave me his blessing and we sat down and, you know, we're, he's like, I love both of them. They're, they're friends of mine. And that, that may be true. But it was, I can say this, it was only true. If and because in Will's mind at that time they were done and they may even still be done, you know what I, mean? I can't even like I said I can't speculate because I really have no idea what goes on in their in their home. But the reality is no, I can tell you this: no man is okay with his wife smashing another dude. Period. And if he is, then you ain't his wife. All right. Show me show, somebody. Show me otherwise. Show me somebody that's okay with. His woman, someone that he's openly claiming, smashing another woman. Just, excuse me, smashing another man. You know, or I mean, honestly, or even another woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I don't even, you know, if you want to be technical, 
You know, we talk about these super, super liberal couples, you know, who are open to doing things and trying different things and bringing people into the bedroom. And, and, you know, that's more acceptable, I guess, based on society standards. But I don't even believe that. First of all, I don't even know of or have heard of men being okay with his actual wife, you know, having sex with another woman, and and he views her as his queen. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? That's extremely rare. Okay, and certainly not her having sex with another man, and certainly him not having some type of threesome with another man, because that's just the ultimate. That's a, that's a trade. Okay, so here's the here's the thing, and and how this a lot of this stuff happens is because women with low self esteem. This is what happens. They are so afraid to leave. Jada saw Will cheating. I'm sure they grew apart. She was unhappy. And instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to do what's necessary for me to be, you know, for me to be good, for me to just be happy in life, I'm going to leave him and find my own happiness. She said, you know what, let's just do this open thing. Let's just have a life partnership as opposed to a marriage. I see a question here on the uh, shout out to everybody listening on Facebook. Uh, Facebook Live, what's the, uh, Nikki, Nikki Blue, what's going on? You said, uh, do you think August was taken advantage of, uh, exploited, given he came to Will and Jada <clears throat> during a time when he was experiencing depression as well as many other uh, mental health and uh, medical issues? No, I don't, I don't, I, I think you might have just tuned in. I, I didn't, um, I don't think that he was exploited. I think August got exactly what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? I think he did. I think August got exactly what he wanted. He knew what it was. See, August is not a, a young kid. You know what I'm saying? August is a man just like I was a man. At, I don't even know how old he is. What, 25? I don't. I know what I was doing at 25. I know the state of mind I was in. He was, you know, he was a grown man. He, you know, he knows exactly what he wanted. These men are not, you know, babies. They're not sensitive. We have, you know, we're we're strong men. And at the end of the day, he took, he, if anything, I think Jada was the one who, um, I can't even use the term taken advantage of because nobody was taken advantage of. But everyone got what they wanted at that time. This is August got what he wanted. He got some sets with someone who we have all looked at as one of the most beautiful women in the world. So August got what he wanted. And he's certainly getting what he wanted now with, this, with the release of this, this uh, CD that he has. Ironically, I can't name one August Alcina song. You know what I'm saying? So all this publicity, I'm sure hoping he's selling some records, getting some streams, because I still haven't heard no August Alcina song, except maybe the very first song he came out with several years ago. I don't, I can't name not one song off this album. Nobody cares about him or his music. They just care about this story. So I'm hoping that at least he got some type of something from this, <clears throat> but he's definitely getting what he wants, you know, what he wanted, and, and, and still wants. Um, Will got Jada off his back. You know, he he got her, which is the it's just evil. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is not. This is there's nothing good about this. There's nothing even remotely good. I mean, this is someone that the world looks at as his wife, and he basically just passed her on to a to a younger man that he knows just wanted to smash. 
That's like the ultimate evil. That's the ultimate disrespect. There's almost, there's really no worse way a man can look at a woman than to allow her to knowingly and willingly sleep with another man. You know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just the worst thing possible. You know, like if a man offers to bring another man into your bedroom, you know, have a quote-unquote threesome with you, but in reality everybody knows it's, it's a train, that's literally the worst possible way a man can look at a woman. Back in the day, one of my very early shows was how to know the difference between a train and a threesome. That was, that was, and that was probably like, what, like 05, 06? You know what I mean? That was a very controversial show for that time. But, you know, we did. In fact, I think that was a barbershop uh, talk show. Uh, speaking of which, just a little, little, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A little preview. I'm bringing back barbershop, barbershop talk. <laughs> and I hate the whole thing original, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's we, you know, I kind of started this whole thing. Like, back in the day, many of you might remember the whole barbershop talk with the fellas and you know, like me, six or seven other guys all having the realest conversations, but I'm 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 in in talks with some real guys, and we're gonna, we're you know we're thinking about bringing back. Well, I'm gonna bring it back, you know what I mean, in, in just the realest way possible. And I'm not. And it's, I wondered, somebody asked me, how are you gonna do it? And he said, you know, you, you're obviously a Christian, and you know, you 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 say no profanity in the group. And I'm just like, you know, but here's the thing. The problem with it is this. You can't have barbershop talk and everybody thinks the same way. You can't go into a barbershop and find everybody that's the same religion. You can't have barbershop talk and have everybody that's had the same experiences. So I don't even want to try to do that. I want to be bring it to you in the realest form possible. I'm talking about profanity. I'm talking about different religions. I'm talking about no religion. I'm talking about we're just going to have men talking like men. And that's just going to be what it is. So look out for that sometime a little bit later this year. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, absolutely. Somebody asked me, so why do you think August is talking about this now? You know why. He wants to sell records just for clout, get his name back out there, you know, and that's what it is. Um, some other questions I was asked. Somebody said, well, uh, should Will be mad? Should Will be mad at her? You know, I mean, the thing about it is this. Be mad for what? He knew what he was doing. Jada, see, from what I understand, Jada did not cheat. This is this was not a cheating situation. He gave August Alcina the blessing to have sex with his wife, which is, you know, now, albeit they were broken up or whatever, but that, at the end of the day, that's his wife. Let, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about a couple other things, but one thing in particular I want to go over is because I always hear, and I'm not even sure if I've ever talked about this publicly, but are there rules of separation? You know, if, if you break up with someone and then get back with someone, are there rules? Because I was having this debate with someone or a few people recently, and uh, we were discussing. There were some different perspectives. So all right, let's, let's just set it up. So let's say you're with someone and you, you, you know, you're with that person for, for five years. You have a fight or a series of fights. You're unhappy, she's unhappy, and y'all break up. You say, you know, we're going we're gonna to break up. And then, you know, you're broken up for a month. Let's say she has sex with somebody. 
Let's say you have sex with somebody. What are the rules of that? Is that okay? Is that cheating? You know, and then you get back together. Let's say you get back together after that month. Is that cheating? My views on that are, are this, because I was asked this specifically, and I want to I make sure I'm clear on my views on it. Okay, so no, that is not cheating, okay? Um, I mean, if you want to be technical, if they're married and there's a separation, then that's adultery. But no, that's not cheating, okay? Because, again, there is a agreement to break up. But here's where it becomes a little, you know, iffy, a little complicated. If, if and again, this is how I found that most guys, not all guys, but me and other men I've found feel this way. If a woman does something like that during that breakup time, it's a wrap, okay? There is no, you had sex with him, and I'm going to take you back. Like, that's why this whole thing that Will Smith is doing is just, like, Japanese to me. Like, it's just like a foreign language. I can't, I just can't even fathom it. Um, you, you're taking a woman back after she gave herself to another man. And that's just, the, to me, the ultimate disrespect. And so, yeah, and it's my story. But what about the man? What if he, I don't care if he became the biggest whore on the planet. It, it's just different. And, that, and maybe that just means that they just don't need to be together because there is no taking someone back after that, period. And, yes, men are different. Everyone wants to see, everyone wants things to be equal. But one of the things people need to understand is that we don't live in an equal society. Men and women are not designed to be equal. There's nowhere in the Bible that says men and women should behave in the same manner. Show me where there's where that's the case. It's just not. There's, whether you're speaking biblically, whether you're talking socially, it's just men and women are different, period. We have different emotions. We have different things that we're okay with. Men, generally speaking, are not okay with taking a woman back after she cheats taking a woman back after they're broken up and she has sex with somebody and they get back together. Like, no, it's just, that's just what it is. And if she did that, then clearly she kind of let it be known what she's about. You know, that she's, what they say nowadays, the young kids say she's for the streets. If she does that, then the streets can have her. You know, is he wrong for not taking her back? You, and here's the thing, people, I'm not, I've never been into this whole wrong versus right thing like it's not about wrong versus right if a man we've been having this debate about you know the whole hoe thing is a man wrong for not wifing up a, a hoe is a man wrong for not forgiving a woman who behaved in a hoeish manner no he's not wrong no he's not wrong no one is wrong for not dating who they don't want to date how can you be mad at someone for having a personal preference for their life just like a woman isn't wrong she doesn't like short fat guys or bald guys, or, you know, or whatever type of guys. You know, you can't, you're not wrong for what you want for your life. You know, if, if you've done certain things in your life, or you're still doing certain things, and you want someone who has not done those same things, you want someone who's different than you, you want someone who's better than you, then that's your prerogative. You know, but the reality is most women that I've found will take a man back for cheating if there's the assumption and the belief that he will no longer cheat again. You know, I mean, so that's just how, you know, and I'm not going to say it's 
because of low self-esteem, although, I mean, that is the case sometimes, but women, generally speaking, are more forgiving uh, about cheating than men are. You know, and one of the things that I found interesting was that they joked about it. They joked about Will and Jada joked about it at the red table when he was like, she's like, he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your ass back. And she's like, oh no, well, I think you've already gotten me back plenty. And he's like, oh yeah, you're right, yeah, I did, you know. And so, you know, he definitely, you know, was smashing chicks, you know, he, you know, but the same at the same time, there is no to me getting her back. You don't get your wife back by, and I lost a lot of respect for Will Smith, not to say that he was like at the top of, you know, my respectability list or anything like that, but I mean, just as a man, like, from the whole, the whole thing makes no sense to me, you know, uh, you know, kind of pimping your wife out, passing her along to another dude just because you're done with her. If you're done with it, then be done with her and stay done with her, but don't, and you, you got to take her back, you know, you got to take her back. I mean, who saw that? I posted it in the group. <laughs> the, the language is kind of vulgar, so I didn't really, I didn't want to post it on my page or anything like that. But if y'all saw that little, um, the skit with the, with Will and Jada, with the, the different voices and her, you know, kind of, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about if you saw it. It's, that's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen, man. And But just like that's how it would really be in real life. You know, men are not taking a woman back who, when you know, watch this. If you're a man that knows how men treat and specifically have sex with women that they know they have no future with, they know they have no real emotional connection with, there's a, there's a different way men have sex with those types of women as opposed to how men are intimate with women that they love and they cherish. And y'all know, everyone should know what I mean, and the fellas certainly know what I mean. You know what I mean? It's just you treat some women like hoes and other women you treat like you love them. And it's just like knowing what August assuredly did to her. You going to kiss her after that? You going to make love to her after that? Nah, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's a different type of dude, or maybe I'm just a different type of dude. But I'm not. I couldn't do that. It's just you know, and it is what it is, man. You know, what does the Bible say? The marriage bed should not be defiled. If you understand what the word defiled means, dirty. The mat, like if you, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's not what I'm saying is actually biblical. When you defile something, not only is the bed dirty, but the people are dirty themselves. And so you're going to take her back after that? After she has defiled herself? Nope. Not me. And I think that's kind of why I think men are looking at Will like he's a little crazy, whereas I find a lot of women are like, whoa, hold on. What about Will? What about the things he did? It's not about what he did. She's choosing to take him back, or she chose to stay. So, but again, I I, I did read somewhere that uh, Will, you know, he took her to a what was it three thousand dollar a night resort someplace, and man, hey, that's what he wants. And I mean, I get it at at a different level. Once you get to a different level of fame and 
you know, things like that. You're talking about millions and millions of dollars and, you know, uh, assets. And, you know, I mean, I get it. And, and speaking of which, speaking of which, one of the things I had to talk about today was uh, over in the Friends of the Data on Tober Show group, hopefully you guys are in there. If you're not, um, add yourselves only if you are not crazy, you, but, you know what I mean, or a psycho or anything like that. Uh, but if you're cool, add yourself to the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group where we have a lot of interesting debates, a lot of interesting uh, discussions about everything, politics, social issues, dating, relationships, like literally everything. But one of the things from this past week that we were uh, having a big debate about was uh, prenups, prenuptial agreements. And I, I wanted to make a point to discuss prenups today on this topic because um, I've found that and more so as of late, like meaning 2020, the last, you know, I'd say, five to ten years, I've seen so, so, so many people, and specifically women, saying that you should protect your assets, you know, saying that you should look at marriage as a business. And and I'll be honest with you guys, when I first started doing this thing, man, like I, I never heard people talk like that. You know, it was very rare that you would hear those, that way of thinking. But now it's like when you look at the divorce rate, you look at how more and more women are, are coming into relationships with more money, houses, assets. You know, you're seeing more and more people saying they should protect themselves. But the rea- my, my, my thoughts on it are this. And, again, it, it, it all goes back to the Bible because – or it goes back to God. And for me, it's like, you know – why would you marry someone and before you even marry the person, you're literally, you're literally planning for your divorce? I mean, like, to me, that just seems like crazy to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why would you plan for your divorce? If you have to actively plan for your divorce, then why would you be marrying that person? That means there's somewhere in your mind that's saying, this isn't going to be forever. I don't think this, not only do I not think I'm going to be with this person forever, but I also feel like I have to take a legal route to protect myself. Because, like, if you break up, I mean, let's just say you break up, you get divorced, okay, you sit down and you divide the assets up and you, you know, you figure out what's going to happen with the kids or whatever the case is. You don't necessarily need a prenup for that. It's because you know the person well enough to know that, hey, this person is going to be fair. They're going to, you know, it's not about trying to take all my money or steal from me or cheat me out of something. It's about just we decide to go our separate ways. But when you have to protect that, your assets, with a legal document, you're now saying, I don't even trust you to do what's right. I, I actually somewhere in my mind think you would try to take from me something that really isn't, owed to you, and, and you still want to marry that person after having those thoughts? Has anyone ever looked at, people always want to look at the, the uh, divorce rate, right? They look whether, and I know, I don't know exactly what it is now, but I think it's, I know it's like over 60 or 70 percent, but I, and I also know that when you factor in prenups, that whatever rate it is, whatever percentage it is, that number is, is much higher. So you're actually incre- when you sign a prenup, you're actually increasing the likelihood that you're ironically that you're going to need that prenup. And so again, why even get married? 
It just it just doesn't make sense to me. And that's my and I've heard I get it. People say, well, you never know what's going to happen, and you can go into it thinking this, you can go into it thinking that. But the problem is with it is people are going into relationships not trusting. They're, they're going into relationships not not praying. They're going into relationships with with just trying to look at things from a worldly perspective, as opposed to saying and praying and asking, hey, is this the person that God has for me? No one's doing that. Very few people do. And, and let's be honest, and this kind of is a good uh, segue into my last segment, which is how to avoid an entanglement. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Or maybe, maybe some people aren't. Maybe some people like entanglements. You know, a lot of people have looked at this Jada situation, and like I said earlier, they, they feel empowered. You know, there are a lot of single women out here who have become disgruntled uh, with the idea of commitment. A lot of women are saying, look, you know, I don't even, I shouldn't say that. Let me, let me rephrase that. It's not that they become disgruntled because that would suggest they've actually been in something uh, with a commitment. But a lot of women have lost faith. A lot of women have lost hope in God's ability, if they've consulted God at all, in God's ability to bless them with a, a commitment. And so because of that, they are settling for situations that ultimately become entanglements. And I'll be honest, I've never heard that word before, Jada. Like, literally, like that, I've never heard relationships. And I've been talking about relationships for a long time. I've literally never heard that word to use to describe a, a situation. But that's the key. The key to avoid an entanglement, the key to avoid getting your heart broken, is what I said on Facebook the other day, and follow me at Dadon Tolbert, is God is not the author of confusion, and he won't leave you in an entanglement. He won't. I mean, that, if, if you find yourself in an entanglement, then guess what? That's not the man that God has for you. That's not the uh, woman that God has for you. You know what I mean? But very, like I said, the here's the but here's the issue. Here's the issue. People are literally going into these situations with a sexualized mindset. They're have, literally having sex with every person that they date. So because of this. You know, I mean, we all know what it is. When you have sex with somebody, where you, when you sin on any level, but specifically with the sin of sex, you are pretty much, you know, uh, pushing God out of the equation, right? There is no more God after you have sex with somebody. It's like, yo, you on your own, you know what I mean? Because remember, you know, sin is something that separates you from God. So you can't really, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know what it is. You can't pray to God, God, is this the right one? God, bless me. I mean, show me. Show me, God, is this my future husband? Is this the man that you have for me? You can't do that when you just ate his ass. Like, you, the prayers don't really go up that well when, when you, you know, you've been eating the booty like groceries. Like, you, it doesn't work that way. And so you have to eliminate as much sin as possible. You have to eliminate the sex. And if... You want to have God's vision, God's blessing on this situation. I, I know that's deep, you know, for a lot of people. 
but it is real. You know what I mean? Because the, here's here's the problem. One of the problems is that you know when you are dealing with a worldly man in a worldly in a worldly world, you know that man is going to want sex, plain and simple. I mean that's just we we live. It's such a there's so many whether it's Instagram, Facebook, the clubs, whatever. It's just so many beautiful sexual women out here. It's the only men that are not going to actively partake in the fruits of this world, meaning beautiful women, you know, fat asses, whatever you want to call it. You know, they are, you know, the only men, the only men that are not going to do that are men that are actively living for God. And, and if, you know what I'm saying? So if you are dealing with just a an average guy, a regular guy, then you should expect a regular and average relationship. Plain and simple. You know, and I mean that's just I don't know how else better to say it. You know, and not only that, you yourself have to have a strong relationship with God. Otherwise your level of discernment for that non godly man will be at not be at the right level and you will find yourself in an entanglement as a friend with benefits, some type of elongated, you know, friend with benefits situation. So that's the first thing. So like I said, you, you got to pray and, and seek discernment. But again, you can't pray and seek discernment if, you know, you're looking down his pants and seeking something else. That's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Um, another thing that I, uh, another way to avoid an entanglement um, is to, and I always say this on Facebook, Watch a man's actions. You know, we see too many people asking questions. We see too many people listening to what he says, you know, hanging on every word. When, when in the reality is men lie, you know, but his actions will not lie. His actions will really ultimately tell you everything you need to know about his plan for you. Like I told you earlier, he's either looking at you as a potential wife or as a jump off, as a friend with benefits, you know. And so if if he's viewing you as his future wife, his actions are going to show that. His, 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 you know, the dates you go on, the activities, the conversations are going to be different. You know, if he's only texting you, you know, if he's only, uh, if it, all his conversations, you know, uh, revolve around sex, sex or what I call the who, what, when, where, and why, like the basics. He's not really trying to get to know you for you and who you are, but just like where do you live? What's your schedule like? What's your daily commute like? What are your weekends like? Who? Where do your kids live? Like that type of stuff. He's trying to set it up, to, to, you know, to get some sex, you know. Um, the, one of the last things that I'll say is, um, you know, specifically, I ask women, I ask, I talk to a lot of women, and I'll ask them, I'll say, hey, what, you know, you say, I'm looking for a husband. I say, okay, well, what exactly are you looking for? You know, what what kind of qualities would you like that man to have? They say, all right, well, you know, I mean, he's got to be handsome. He's got to have a good job. He's got to have money. You know, he's got to, you know, hopefully drive a nice car. And I said, okay. I said, you realize there's a problem with that, right? They said, what? I said, those qualities. They're not special. I said, what do you mean? I said, there's not, you didn't name anything special. 
I said, here's the problem. Anybody can have good looks, a good job, a money. You just described a, a celebrity. But earlier on in the show, we di- we discussed exactly what the celebrity lifestyle looks like, someone who has done well for themselves in the world. And because of that, you have to have better qualities. You have to have qualities that are actually special. What's his relationship with his, with, with God like? What's his relationship with his mom like, his kids like? Um, you know, like what are his views on, you know, particular topics that you're passionate about? I can't tell you what those topics are, but do, you know what I mean? Like do y'all views, do your views mesh? You know, is he a Trump supporter? Are you a Trump supporter? Like, you know what I mean? Do you support abortion? Do you support, like, does he, so these are things that actually matter, you know? And, and, and like, really, it's important. It doesn't matter what those views are because there's somebody for everybody. But you, you don't want to get into a situation where all you have is sex. All you have is, you know, surfacey types of things because once the sex gets gets is over with, you know, then then all you have is an entanglement. Um, another thing that I would say, again, how to avoid an entanglement is, is here's the issue. When you go on social media, you know there are groups. There are all types of groups out there. There's sex groups. There's spiritual groups. There's sports groups. You know, there's your faith. There's your uh, your home page. There's, there's like your actual page. There's Snapchat. There's Instagram. And you are ultimately responsible for how you project yourself. And, and this is no disrespect. I'm not gonna you know put anybody on blast, but I see a lot of things on on multiple different platforms, and you guys are prime bait for August Alcina. Now what what do I mean by that? Because a lot of what again, we've established that August wanted to fulfill a fantasy. This was someone who was not doing well, who was down on his luck, and he wanted to fulfill a fantasy. He he wanted to feel good. She wanted to feel good and he wanted to feel good. So he felt good at her at her expense and vice versa. A lot well ladies, a lot of these men out here too they want to feel good at your expense. So so what does a man look for who's looking to feel good? Man just wants to have sex. A man wants to fulfill some fantasies. All right, well, I'm going to go find the freaks. Yeah, he can go on Instagram and see some real freaks like Bernice Burgos or Alexis Skye or um, Aisha Diaz, you know, and I just named probably the top three video or, excuse me, Instagram models out there. The fellas know who... If you don't know, don't worry about it, ladies. But the fellas, I promise you, know the three women I just named. So, yeah, we can look at those women. But if he really wants to feel good, if he wants someone who's a little bit more accessible, let me get the next best thing. I may not be able to get Bernice. You know, she's too busy being the side chick for Drake and the side chick for T.I. and getting passed around the industry. But, you know... What about so-and-so on Facebook? Let me check her out. And here you are looking just like Bernice. There you are, you know, trying to at least, you know, taking ass shots, duck lips, you know, boobs out, going going uh, on, on IG Live, you know, just not even saying anything, just looking at the camera. And so a man looking to 
just feel good, you know, bring himself temporarily out of his depression, you know, and, and ultimately prey upon someone is going to seek out someone who clearly is not living for God, someone who is clearly suffering from low self-esteem based on the way she's presenting herself to the world. And that's how you find yourself slowly but surely in an entanglement. Jada Pinkett did not feel good about herself. She always talks about how she struggled with abuse over the course of her life, low self-esteem, all types of things. Those are the types of women that men prey upon. Jada is no different from any of you guys. You know, she just wanted to feel good. Many of you just want to feel good. But there's a problem when, I mean, a lot of these animals in the jungle that are wounded, they just want to feel good too. That doesn't mean they're not going to be preyed upon by the lions, by the hyenas. And when you are viewed as weak, that's when you become susceptible. That's when you become vulnerable to predators. Now, was August Alcina a predator? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily view him as a, as a predator per se, but he was someone who sought out someone for a particular purpose, and that particular someone happened to be Jada Pinkett. You know what I'm saying? And, and I will say this, lastly, that you guys really have to focus on getting yourself right spiritually. You have to focus on getting yourself right emotionally, mentally. You know, otherwise, you will attract the August Alcinas of the world. I mean, if anybody saw how he looked on, on, on that interview with Angela, yeah, I mean, is that who you really want? Nobody wants someone like that. So, I mean, he's a weirdo. I mean, plain and simple. And, and y'all have heard me say from day one, you attract. Look at that. I mean, look who she attracted. This is someone who is clearly in a not good place, Jada Pinkett. Clearly not in a good place, clearly unhappy, clearly in an uh, uh, open relationship that is brought about by low self-esteem, lack of self-love, you know, emotional baggage, and then boom, who does she attract? Look, at, I wish I could put the, you know, the, the picture of August Alcina of how he looked on the interview, but y'all saw it. <laughs> like that, that's who you attract, ladies. Look at your, look at the guy texting you in your phone right now. If he's uh, he's probably a weirdo or a loser or a liar, a cheater, a dog, or somebody that certainly isn't who you want for the rest of your life, you've got to ask yourself, why am I attracting that person? You know what I'm saying? you got to get yourself right before you start the date. What did I say on uh, Facebook last night? It's right on my page. I said, ladies, when you love yourself, you don't put up with BS from men. I then said, when you, when a man loves you, he won't put you through BS. And it's very it's very simple. You know, but again, the key the key to that whole thing is when you love yourself. So love yourself, ladies. Do not, and I repeat, do not, you know, feel empowered by Jada Pinkett Smith. You know, do not feel empowered by their relationship. There's absolutely nothing uh, remotely good about it. You know, I would hope, I mean, Will Smith is from Philly, I, but I would hope, you know, uh, you would not view Will Smith as the type of man who, you know, he makes good movies, but I don't think he makes a good husband, if, you know, based on what I know many of you look for in the husband. So um, look at it for what it is, man. 
This is a cry. For, this is a cry for help across the board. August is crying out for help. Jada is crying out for help. Will Smith. He just he just needs help. I don't know if he's crying out, but he just you know. There's nothing positive about this situation at all. It's actually quite sad if you really think about it, you know, because these are people who have literally convinced themselves that they are happy. But if you look at August, you look at Will, you look at Jada, none of them are happy. Like, literally, not, you can see it all in their, their face, their, their, their body language, expression. Like, they're just not happy. So, you know, do what's best for you guys and be happy. And, um, uh, again, follow me on uh, social media at Daydon Tolbert. Uh, add yourself to the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group. All archive shows of the Daydon Tolbert Show, the original Urban Podcast, are available at DaydonTolbertShow.com. And I will see you all next time.
Motivation, child, I did on top of motivating. 